I'm Talib Vizram, and this is World Changing Ideas from Fast Company Magazine, where we investigate how leading innovators are solving our most challenging issues. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Innovators Inspiration. This is where we go behind the scenes of the world changing ideas we cover and really dive into what motivated our guests to come up with their ideas. Joining me again is our producer, Avery Miles. Hi, Avery. Hey, Talib. It kind of feels like we just did this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say, the more inspiration from innovators, the better. Indeed, they do say that. And because of that, we're going to listen to another innovator and hear about her inspiration. Uh, specifically, Maisie Hughes. She came on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. Maisie and I met at a panel over the summer, and it was really great having her back on the show, where we could talk more about her works at American Forests, designing urban landscapes. And as someone who can't live in a city without any green space, I thoroughly enjoyed learning about urban forestry and how it's more than just planting trees. Who knew? Uh, Maisie told us she's been obsessed with trees from an early age, and that's also when she developed an interest in design. So we wanted to hear what kinds of other innovations she admires. Maisie, what would you say is the most innovative idea you've seen or read or heard about lately? The most innovative idea I've seen or read or heard about lately, not necessarily related to trees at all, Absolutely not. Anything. Also, I, I, I'm late to the game on this one, but the non-fungible tokens. Oh, yeah. I'm still trying to wrap my head around what that means, but I think that there are implications for art and artists that I find to be really compelling. This idea that people will be, you know, experiencing these virtual worlds and they will have, um, they'll be able to purchase art to decorate these virtual worlds. And then the artists who design those get, you know, the profits from that. And then the great thing is that that's replicable because you um, can sell it multiple times. You can sell that one piece of art multiple times. And therefore, you know, you don't have to be a starving artist anymore, potentially. Uh, I find that to be, <laughs> I find that to be fascinating and, and perplexing and difficult for my, for my brain to get wrapped around. And I'm interested in learning more. And I've hoped I've explained it adequately for your listeners to understand but that's my understanding i'm still trying to wrap my head around it too um and interestingly there are some climate kind of implications uh because of the the digital nature of the transaction kind of yeah the uh, data mining yeah yeah great and what about is there a historical invention or idea you you really admire there are many i think you have my mind going in a number of different directions with that question. Yeah, yeah. My knee-jerk reaction has to do with, te you know, tech. But I'm also thinking, you know, capitalism as a concept is a really interesting historical invention for me and how we can make capitalism more human-centered uh, or what a modern version or a more sort of collective version of capitalism could be is, is very interesting to me. Um, all of this, the trajectory and evolution of renewable energy is very interesting to me. It's almost like, like a Shakespearean play, like the idea that we can do things in a more sustainable way. And 
also the the conflicts that we have with people who who still want to use every bit of resource that we have like that it's almost it that whole history is very dramatic so i think the short answer is i don't have one thing i have many many things that i find to be interesting i think that's okay and, and i'm, I'm going to start using that uh shakespearean analogy that's i think that's great Macy, if you weren't doing this, uh, if you weren't involved in, in urban forestry, what would you be doing and why? Yeah, that's a good question as well. One of the things I learned when I was being a solopreneur is I'm introverted, I'm creative, uh, but solopreneurship is hard. I mean, there it is hard and it's lonely. And if you're an introvert uh, and you're feeling lonely, that's, that's rare. <laughs> and so I think I would I know that I would be doing something that would be community based and creative if I weren't doing urban forestry. But I can also say that I may have ju just been also happy to just be on my kayak and being in the middle of the lake as well is also sort of what I think about when I get a little stressed at work or when I want to escape is this idea of just being connected in nature. So maybe I would be inclined to actually work in recreation or outdoor recreation in some way. So I can't get away from the trees, though. I can't imagine a career that didn't involve trees in some way. That's fair. Well, the kayaking sounds sounds absolutely perfect. Just for our listeners, you you, you had a kayak in your living room, but you, you removed it so we can't see it anymore. Yeah, well, I have a, yeah, I'm not in my living room, I'm in my office, and I do have a kayak over in the corner. I did try to <laughs> adjust it out of the photo. Yeah, I recently, I didn't know that I was going to be this person, but I should have figured it out. I, I am terrified of most things, including drowning, but my, <laughs> my nieces got me out on the kayak and we kept going out frequently. So we figured it was just cheaper. We all bought one. And right. there's an epic kayak shortage because apparently everyone else had that right. idea as well. So getting and securing and transporting and housing a kayak were considerations I didn't make before purchasing. And so wow. it was was fun and it's amazing to be out on the lake. That's that's uh, my next story idea. Thank you for that. The the, the kayak shortage. The kayak shortage. <laughs> there's also cycle oh, for cyclists for people into cycling. Get, there's a uh, bicycle shortage as well. It's hard to get them now. So finally, Macy, uh, yeah, in an ideal world, you know, if you had an unlimited budget, mm. uh, what would you like to help build or solve? I would like to solve how we can create deeper and more meaningful relationships while maintaining technology. I wonder if there is a way that we can use technology to bring us closer together on a deeper level and to make that less transactional. I think one of the challenges that we have is that I think we're unintentionally objectifying and also pigeonholing people, whether or not it's the public discourse around issues, we're so polarized as a country, or whether or not it's like just in, you know, regular engagements in person. I think we're losing our ability to talk to people without technology. And I don't necessarily believe that it has to be that way. I think, you know, there's something about humanity that requires community and I don't want us to lose that. And so how can we use technology or how can we build community in spite of technology is the problem I'd like to solve. I agree. That's that's super important and, and only going to become more important, I think, as as tech uh, continues to evolve. Well, Macy, thank you again. Um, really, really appreciate you being on. 
Thank you so much again for having me. That's all for this episode. If you're a new listener, be sure to subscribe to World Changing Ideas wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this episode, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. World Changing Ideas is produced by Avery Miles and our editor is Nicholas Torres. <laughs>